So I'll start with, with a, a question. Uh, so has it ever happened to you that you go uh, to the fridge uh, because you feel like eating some, I don't know, peanut butter sandwich or some chocolates or some ice cream and, uh, and before you notice it, it's already gone? And, or has it ever happened to you that you get maybe a couple of new boots or shoes and then after a while you, you kind of forget about them and then you see a new pair and you already feel like, oh, well, maybe it's time for some new ones. There, there's nothing wrong with them, but you have just lost interest. Or has it ever happened to you that you uh, go on vacations or holidays to visit someone and you were really looking forward to, to, to this uh, trip. And you, were, you, you had a lot of, of ideas and expectations. And once you're there, you feel it's not quite uh, satisfying. It's not, it has not really met the expectations that you had. Or maybe that you were very happy uh, writing a a paper, an article, and then once once you're there, it's already like not enough. Like, like you're already thinking about uh, about something else. So, um, so all of these questions, I uh, I think they have something in common, and that is uh, desire, or craving, or uh, the the, the Pali word tanya or tanka. And, and, this is, and desire, usually translated as desire or craving uh, or wanting, is uh, in, in the Buddhist teachings is said to be one of the, uh, of the causes of dukkha or uh, insatisfaction, suffering, um, tension, stress, so, uh, so all, so all of these uh, examples uh, are related with that, but I think they're related with something else that I will, I will say something. Uh, I will say later on some an underlying uh, cause. But first, let me make a small remark about uh, desire. So I think there's nothing wrong actually with desire. And uh, I mean, we evolved to desire, and in some way, desire has brought us here. And from your uh, from your answers, I think, uh, yeah, there is a a motivation and intention, and I think that is very useful. I mean, effort arises from desire, and uh, in Zen, Zen is sometimes called the the way of seeking the mind. And that takes uh, also motivation. Uh, so, so in some way, I mean, desire is, is okay. It might be even beneficial. It, it brings effort, it brings motivation, it brings interest, uh, inspiration. The problem is that sometimes uh, desire or craving takes control over the experience. And with that, the craving disconnect 
disconnects us from the actual present experience. And it moves, it moves us to another plane uh, where reality does not correspond to the expectations that we have. And that uh, mismatch, that uh, disjoint intersection between reality, what the world is offering, and our desires and our expectations, they, they, since they are disjoint, then that creates frustration. Uh, and this is and this disconnection is uh, the the cause of uh, dissatisfaction. Um, and it is um, like when going to 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 get and uh, going back to the, to the first examples when when going you you were really wanting to eat maybe some chocolate and uh and the desire to eat that chocolate was so strong that you you missed the opportunity to to really taste it and enjoy it by the time you realize it's already gone uh, or uh or maybe that uh, that vacation that you were really looking forward was the expectations were so strong and the desire to be there was so strong Thank you. So, I, well, I think you can <laughs> probably <laughs> explain it better than me. Take it, take over. Uh, yeah, I apologize. My my computer is too old to handle Zoom. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember well where where I left, but uh, Angia was telling me that it was in the chocolate for the second time. So did you hear the cross country? Uh, okay. Well, so I'll just uh, start there. Um, so, so I wanted to say that, it was, that the, one of the issues with desire was that it uh, disconnects us from the present experience. And uh, I'm not sure if Mido already mentioned that. <laughs> uh, and and once, once I was uh, going cross-country skiing with uh, Stephanie and we were in, on the train, and one stop before our final destination, uh, we saw some people leaving. And, uh, and in that moment, we were like, oh, what's going on? Why people are leaving now? And we realized, oh, there's another ski resort there. Well, not resort, but like place to, to ski. And in that moment, then, we, then desire uh, appeared. And, uh, and, with, and I started to think, oh, well, this is this may, this place is maybe better. It was indeed cheaper, had longer opening hours, and so 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 the the nice train ride going to the to uh, to this key place was overtook by by desire. And now I was only thinking about what I could have that I don't have, and and then it was. I mean, fortunately, it faded away, but. But it was completely disconnecting uh, my my present uh, experience of the train ride, and uh, the same thing is when when maybe uh, when maybe eating chocolate or as Mado was saying ice cream. So this desire is so strong to eat chocolate or ice cream that that the moment that you start to eat it, 
it feels like as if it was not enough. And, uh, and maybe you don't even realize it. Uh, or maybe when planting something, you plant a, uh, I mean, now it's going to start the, the tomato season. And, and when you plant something, uh, we sometimes plant uh, here tomatoes in summer. And often is you take the seed and it is not the seed what it is not the seed what you're seeing is you're you're already seeing the tomato fruits. But the tomato is everything, is both the seed and the roots and the plant and the fruits. And it is like this impatience that appears like oh, I want to have like that tomato sliced on my plate. But it takes some time, it takes some time. And then comes the frustration because the desire is disconnecting. Uh, you from from the from reality from what it is in front of you and another issue with uh, with desire is the uh, that it suffocates the experience uh, you are with something and in the process of wanting or desiring it it ends up suffocating the actual experience like with the chocolate it's, you're, you're not tasting it anymore because the desire is so strong and uh, I was mentioning the, the friend, uh, did you hear the friend coming to visit you? No? Ah, okay. So this is something I, I observed. When a friend, maybe a friend that, that lives abroad comes to visit you and, and you're really looking forward to, to, uh, to meet and be with this friend. And maybe you start to make plans and preparations and you think, oh, we can go, this friend likes, I don't know, museums, we can go there. Or this friend likes to go hiking, so we can go to that mountain or that lake. And you have, and maybe we can go to that restaurant and so on and so forth. So you start to make a lot of plans. Uh, and it is maybe only a few days after the friend leaves, maybe two, three days after this person is gone, that you realize, wait, uh, I didn't have chance to actually be with the friend. Uh, the desire to see your friend, the craving was so strong that the very desire suffocated the experience to be actually, to be with that uh, person, with your friends. So instead of uh, experiencing the full satisfaction that that activity or object can, uh, can, can give you, at least at a relative level, the desire deprives us of what the experience or object or activity is able to offer. And uh, I think, well, my, <laughs> my next point is along the lines of what, was made, what Mido was saying, that it is not the desire that is the actual uh, root, but, uh, but the ignorance. The ign so ignorance of not knowing that what maybe we are, uh, what we want is a sense of connection. So we, when this friend comes, going back to the example, we feel we fill up our schedule with activities, thinking that those activities will actually uh, fill uh, the lack, the hole. But, it, but it, the activities are not going to do that. It is actually 
this sense of connection, of being with that person, of really spending some time and, and, and bonding. So in a way it is the, the ignorance of not knowing that everything it is, is fine just the way it is, including this disconnection. Uh, uh, and, and I think this is the, the issue with, uh, with, with wanting, right? So sometimes when, when friends come and, 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 and visit us, or, or I, I, I realize that it is not in that, uh, it is not in that restaurant that, that I booked or in that uh, super hiking that I planned or in that museum that we visited, where we really connect. But it is maybe just in that longer breakfast that was not planned, where you just spent another hour having a cup of tea or, or coffee. Or maybe it is at the end of the day when there's no more activity and you're just there with your friends. And it is in those moments, if we allow them to appear, where we really, where, where that hole finally starts to be uh, filled in because then there is re a real sense of connection. So we want to approach it by by bringing externalities, by maybe either buying things or acquiring something or or putting more activities. But it is just in the in in the actual experience of being with 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 the friend or being with something. And um, and. And unfortunately, uh, in the uh, in the economic system we live in, uh, as Mado was saying, it promotes uh, it feeds this ignorance, it feeds desires, it makes us, as Mado was saying, uh, hungry ghosts. It is never things are never enough. And it feeds the idea that it is not by connecting, but by accumulating things, objects, recognition, that you will be satisfied. Instead of recognizing that the satisfaction is way closer than what you think it is. Uh, as soon as we get one pair of shoes or a new, or a new smartphone, we are tired and we start to think about the next one. And, uh, and if we were not thinking about the next one, then uh, marketing reminds us that we, can, that we should start thinking about the next one because ours is already too old and there's no reason to, to, to like it and maybe it's time to desire something else. I remember being uh, at an airport a uh, long time ago <laughs> uh, that uh, where, where there was a, a poster saying, uh, I think it was related to a perfume or a watch or some luxury item, and said, uh, not let anything be on the way of your desires. But to be fair <laughs> with, <laughs> with capitalism, I think that even marketing knows that it is not true. Because when something is advertised, is not is if you notice, is usually commercials are not really 
selling you the object is not that bottle of whiskey. What they are trying to associate that bottle of whiskey is with being with your grandfather and having some time together. So deep inside, there's the recognition that it is the connection with your grandfather, what you are really looking for. But they, they disguise it as, as a bottle of whiskey. Or, uh, or that super expensive holiday, all-inclusive this and that. But deep inside, they just show people on, on the beach or maybe doing a, a hike on the mountain. It's just maybe it's much simpler than, than, than that. But, uh, but it is usually disguised as another desire. So um, in, in all of these uh, <laughs> fail uh, or well, or uh, examples with frustration, uh, I have also found that there are also moments when that uh, desire is not so uh, strong. And one way to, um, to open ourselves to that experience of connection or, or of uh bringing wisdom to, to to ignorance is by just finding uh true contentment by just being in the present experience uh so finding contentment not in the desire of the object or activity but just in the experience itself uh which which reminds me of the of a question that Meido once posed, what is essential? And I think when we look deeply at that, we recognize that sometimes it's way simpler. That is just that the things are just there. That uh, that that desire which takes us away from the present experience can be, uh, and that satisfaction that is gone to another plane is actually way closer, just by being where we are. In, in Spanish, and I think in, in Spanish-speaking uh, cultures, there's a word for, there's, when, when you have dinner or lunch, the, after you finish that, there's a word for that uh, uh, period, which is called uh, sobremesa, which literally means over the table. And uh, in, many, in many families, in, especially in my family, uh, it is it is the highlight of the of the dinner, so so it is not the the meal. So sometimes maybe I go when I, when I go back home I go with my parents to to, to a restaurant, and uh, and yeah we enjoy the the food and and we have a good time. But the 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 highlight is just being together when there is no more food and you're just having a cup of coffee or tea, and that is I think a so Sobremesa celebrates the interconnectedness. It celebrates that it is, uh, the, that it is connection what, what, is, uh, what is essential. Uh, sometimes at home, maybe even dogs come in during Sobremesa. So everyone is allowed <laughs> to be there. Uh, so it is not about having more. It is not about having another expensive dish. It is just about being there with what you have, with the people that you have. And uh, another, just to finish one, one last example, uh, 
of uh, of being seduced by desire <laughs> and craving, and at the end finding contentment in the in the present experience and in connecting with what it is, which, which I think at the end uh, is is the maybe the message that I wanted to to convey. Uh, so not so so that desire suffo suffocates experience. It takes us away from where we are, and it is about coming back to the present experience and 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 experiencing again this connection and interconnectedness what really uh, breaks the, uh, the the ignorance so the example is i was some years ago traveling by bike in by bicycle in um in asia in southeast asia and i was with a friend and for many weeks maybe three or four weeks we were uh just eating uh, fried rice with vegetables. So there was, I mean, for morning, uh, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner all the time. And maybe every now and then we would have uh, pho if we were lucky, the soup. So we were having like, we, we ate every day, maybe like 30 days, the same thing. Uh, maybe sometimes we would have an egg if we were lucky. And, and then finally we arrived to, to the capital of, of Laos, uh, Vientiane. And there we met some uh, some people, and and they invited us to go for for dinner. So we went to to, to a restaurant, and I remember that I, I I looked at the menu, and there were a lot of dishes. Where there were actually maybe not that many. Maybe there were only like eight or ten. But for me, they were like, whoa, there are a lot of things to choose. Uh, and then like, well desire was activated I was like oh yeah i'm here and uh and then i started to think mm, what could i have you know like well i have never tried that and that and now it's my chance of trying this and that and that so the person who was uh, uh, or, uh taking the order asked uh me so what what would you like and I'm like oh, i need some time i need some time and then the next person went and the next person and then i started to feel stressed because i still couldn't make up my mind and uh and my friend was also in the same dilemma he was also like oh no no let me be the last one so then i was a little bit struggling with him who was going to be the last one so finally it was already taking some time everyone had ordered and and something and every time it was like oh but that sounds great and i could take that so, so, I, I, so the, the, the person was like, well, what do you want? And I remember very well that in that moment, I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I closed the, the menu, put it in front, and simultaneously with my friend, I said, so both together we said, uh, for me, fried rice with vegetables. So it, it was like just being with what it is. So let me uh, finish just with a quote from Henry David Thoreau. Happiness is like a butterfly. The more you chase it, the more it will elude you. But if you turn your attention to other things, it will come and sit softly on your shoulder. Thank you.